0: This is Bach to Bach, the podcast opening up the world of classical music, one beer at a time. And today, we are heading out to sea. Maddie and I headed over to Rising Tide Brewing here in Portland, Maine, to see what they have going on for the summer, what they have for beers, and what they're doing for
1: a good cause. Thank you for sitting down with us this morning. We know you guys have a a really busy schedule as summer ramps up here. Uh, Food trucks coming in, the public coming down. Um,
0: And a recent expansion you guys just had.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Former, or just finished an expansion, um, added a bunch of space down at the other end of our building where we're... uh, we're doing barrel aging, so all of our sour nice. and, and uh, mixed fermentation beers can be kept out of our clean beer facility, which is really nice, uh, nice. A nice improvement. Um, and then we are going to be taking over the space next door when the distillery moves up the street onto Washington Ave. They're, they're doing a big expansion up there, so uh, we'll be we'll be moving into that space as well, doing. Uh, uh, special event space in the front and additional production space in the back so we're very excited about that
0: Awesome and basically for those listening Rising Tide is a brewery down on the lower bay, uh, East Bay side of, of Portland, Maine and it's the an Credle Tasting Room I remember coming three years ago when it was not even close to what it is now. Like, you guys just had an incredible expansion. Uh, the tasting room is such an interactive family environment, community environment. Uh, Absolutely. You guys had the cornhole and outdoor area in the summertime. Uh,
1: the, I think the highlight was for me was uh, last June when you guys had the music in familiar spaces. The, the, yeah. That guy came down. Uh, well, the husband-wife duo came down. And he performed three movements of the, oh. or three of the, the Bach cello suites. Yeah. Um, and this place yeah. was packed. Yeah. Um, and it, you, got, you did a uh, coordinated beer tasting with each of the suites. Uh, just, I think everyone walked away from that night, and it was a perfect June evening as well. And I, I, we just love how you guys get so creative, bringing the public down here, keeping them here, and uh, and and then making them spread the word. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, we we love to sort of tie into various things. That we like we have such a diverse team here with different levels of things, different areas of interest and. Um, we Love to be able to tie all these things together. I mean, it makes it makes it fun to come to work. You know, yeah. you know you, you've got these sort of fun projects, and not just manufacturing beer all the time.
0: <laughs> so, can you guys give us a little more background on just the mission behind Rising Tide? How, what you guys you know strive for as a brewery, and uh, just your your foundation? Yeah.
2: yeah, sure. I mean, I guess would say I, I, as a brewery, I strive to make the best beer I can. Um, our tagline is beer first, um, but we also um, have, I think, a, a real community mission. Um, Trying to reach out and bring bring people in, um, both to experience beer and also to support other other things in the community. Um, you know, whether that's working with nonprofits or um, you know working with the, the Hope JG Foundation, um, or, you know, and, and various things of that nature to sort of give back a little bit. I mean, this this community and this industry has given me an awful lot, so it's nice to be able to to turn turn around and, and and give a little bit of that back as well. That's brilliant.
1: We're today we're we're here really to focus on uh, which we we love the idea of your rotating um, IPA series, the sounding series, uh, and the the one that's coming up, I think is the most exciting one I've heard yet. Uh, do you want to? So it's it came through ales for a- ALS right, mm-hmm. and uh, which um, you probably could tell us more about. But just for listeners at home, it's it's a, a, pro- a proprietary blend of hops right? Yeah. Uh, that is given for free to breweries. Correct. Nice. As long as the um, the proceeds from that, that brew then go towards ALS research, right? Do you want to give us a bit more?
3: Well, Nathan can tell you more about the actual brew arrangement,
2: brew sure. arrangement than I can. <laughs> um,
3: I do more than the communities after the fact.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on, the, on the brewing side, yeah. I mean, ALS for ALS is a cool program that's been going on since uh, 2012, I think. Um, and every year, uh, the Loftus Ranches and Hop Union get together um, to provide um, provide these hops, Um, So every year it's a different hop blend. They'll bring in um, a bunch of, um, you know, big-wig brewers in the industry to, you know, to to sit down and and check out all of the varieties that are available um, and and put together a new blend each year. Um, This year it's got uh, citra and laurel hops as well as four experimental varieties. Um, so we're, we, we haven't gotten the hops yet, so we'll, we'll make our final determinations on the exact recipe adjustments and, and treatments, but, um, based on what's involved in this blend, we're expecting a pretty complex citrus and tropical fruit character, um, with some nice, uh, Sort of earthy underpinnings, wood and herbs, and, and um, also there's there's word that there's a little bit of a coconut note to, nice. to it this year. So we'll see uh, once we get it. Was uh, that intentional uh, or a mistake? <laughs> no, it's <that's laughs> intentional. I think okay. uh, you know that's one of the that's a hallmark of one of the varieties that they included in this blend. So they're always trying to create um, not just a simple, you know, uh, fruit forward um, hot blend, but something that's complicated and and um, it has a lot of nuance to it, and um, you know, last year was the first year that we did it, um, and I would say that that is absolutely accurate, um, and uh, and so we're excited to see what we get this year to work with.
1: It seems like you guys are constantly um, reaching out to help support uh, uh, local organizations across the spectrum. Not you know, some people have their niche, but you guys just spread the love around.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's such a, we have we certainly have our our areas we that we giving I, goals we do have goals right, yeah. um,
3: you know goals they're definitely things that fit within those goals better than others Right. Um, but a part of the beer industry is this you know community and what's in that community and what is like how can we mesh that together and kind of you know along with our saying our, our name a rising tide is the JFK quote a rising tide lifts all boats right. and any way you know as we grow as a business how can we help our community also grow and you know, raise that ship on the East Bayside of Portland, um, and it's really great to have that. When we expand and we have that event space, we'll be able to have more events um, and opportunities for fundraising, or live music, or things like that that bring people together and kind of lift everyone.
1: Do you feel Portland is is particularly suited for that type of community involvement, or if we would transport it to another city, would it be? as welcoming, as, as shared, uh, as it is here? Uh, I mean, it's, it's okay to be biased, it's, it's okay it's hard, to be
2: it, Well, it's hard to say. I, I do know that um, amongst the brewing community here, um, there is a level of, I mean, throughout the, throughout the nation, um, in craft beer, there's there's always a sort of a, a statement of, or an understanding that it's a, a pretty collegial um, yeah. industry, right? Um, you know we're 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 all competitors, but we're all kind of we're all kind of really fighting the, the big guy. Uh, we're all working together and again. It goes back to that rising tide. Um, right. Some of the other brewers were talking about you know how just how collegial our our um, our state is, um, and it's it's not always quite the same in other places. So um, you know I, I I think you know from from within the industry that that's been led by um, the early um, you know early. Brewing stalwarts here, especially Allagash, yeah. um, they they really have sort of set that tone, um, and uh, you know I think they command a lot of respect from other breweries. So um, you know that just becomes the nature here. That's the way we all work. Well, and and um, Portland, as like as and a so yeah, yeah. Like in- well yeah, and I think I think we see that also like among uh, the restaurant industry. You know that's a highly competitive industry, but I think we've just sort of fallen into this this place where everyone understands that that the rising tide does lift all votes and yeah. um, you know i do love it, that quote it, it helps what what's good for me is good for you usually yeah, yeah. You know, usually so. <laughs> <laughs> for
1: for fans of rising tide what what's the timeline that they can expect to to try out the uh the ales for als uh you're saying it starts you start brewing on the second of may
2: yeah so assuming our hops arrive timely uh, yeah. So they're supposed to arrive on the 1st. Right. Uh, so we'll make our final recipe adjustments uh, that afternoon and uh, planning to brew it on the 2nd.
1: Is, is that quick turnaround in the brewing world to be able to tweak? Or I mean, Have you already got some samples that you can start tweaking with now? No, you no. just go for no, it. No,
2: but uh, as part of our sounding series, the, the base of that beer is typically... Um, basically the same. There's, uh, there's small adjustments that we make, um, depending on whether we're going for a fruitier or a, or a, you know, an earthier herbal, um, character. I might make some adjustments to the, to the malt bill and, and fermentation profile, but it's basically the same beer. So we'll just want to make sure, you know, it'll be all small adjustments, right? What is a, how, how low of the final gravity do we want? You know, how dry are we, and crisp are we going to want that beer to support the hops? Um, and that may may change. So right, right. the basic recipe is set on that beer, so right. it'll be pretty easy to turn it around. That's phenomenal.
3: Um, there's an event on May 19th. Okay. Um, in the afternoon, we have a fundraising event for the Hope JG Foundation, which is a local ALS foundation here in Maine, Perfect. Um, who is working to raise funds to better the lives of those in Maine with ALS. Their goal is to build a home... Um, I think it's up to 10 or 12 people can live and have all the amenities they need. Wow. Um, right now, anyone in Maine um, struggling with ALS either has to have someone in their home caring for them, and that's a lot of work for family members, or they actually have to live out of state, which then means separating them from their family. So and that's something that they want to change. There's, you know, there are people here in the state, and when you're struggling with something like that, having your family around uh, where not all the pressure is on them really that's your
0: important. emotional and physical support system mm-hmm,
3: exactly and uh, you know developing and finding those technologies to provide that kind of living experience is really a worthwhile goal um, and so in conjunction with the release of this beer we're having a fundraising event for them here on the 19th so it's a nice. great opportunity to learn about a local organization and help support ALS TDI research
2: yes awesome. fun back and down, it's like yeah. a, it's like a, a double fundraising event essentially mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We'll be donating money to the to the um, ALS.net uh, as well as, mm-hmm. as Hope JG. So, uh,
1: and to find out more about Hope JG uh, Foundation, um, you can visit
3: their website. It is Hope. www.hope-jg.org.
4: Perfect. They are a five
3: hundred one c three nonprofit, and they're really great people.
1: Great, That's perfect. And our uh, it's our featured composer today. When we started talking with you guys about uh, this this particular beer we're featuring. Um, we started looking for any composers that either had ALS or or currently do. And we ran across this Italian one named uh, Ezio Basso, uh, who uh, was born in 1971. He's still alive today. From the age of four, he was a prodigy. Uh, He was reading music before he could read uh, letters. Um, And by the age of 14, he was playing in a a nationally touring band. He was playing bass, bass. Band called Statuto. Uh, by 16, he was uh, he was a solo pianist with uh, with orchestras all over the world. He has conducted the London Symphony. He uh, is still the principal conductor of the London Strings. Um, and then in 2011, he was diagnosed with ALS. Um, and he, he's still performing and he actually, uh, we're gonna be featuring his first symphony or an excerpt from the first symphony today it's called Oceans, which we thought was quite appropriate with Rising Tide and the, you know, the sea-based theme here. And Kev, when you listen yeah, well, to it, so you described it there's, as... There's
0: a few things. When you're listening to it, one, it starts off very cacophonous, it's not very settling, uh, but there's a solo cello part throughout the whole, this is from the finale, and it's, uh, through the, there's a solo cello part constantly moving, think oceans and, and waves. But it, I think of it as if Danny Elfman, who does like all the Tim Burton movies, if yeah. he composed Planet Earth, that's what this sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is really yeah, similar. Yeah, and it, it. it really because at first I'm like, okay, so it's just Planet Earth on LSD. You know, that's really what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
1: um, this was written before he was diagnosed, but uh, and he's done a, a really wide range of contemporary classical music as well, from string quartets. Uh, he, he does also uh, soundtracks and pop music, um, but uh, he now, in the last six years, he has said that um, it's, re- it's made him reevaluate how we look at uh, the the beauty in, in slowness, uh, in, in taking things a li- you know a bit easier. Um, and he said, you know, now he when he plays the piano now, he says he caresses the keys. And before he was, it was always as as you can imagine. Some Italians, he was always just going for it. Um, and uh, and now he he's it's given him a whole new perspective on how he approaches, how he composes, how he plays. Uh, and he can still play, which is incredible. He, he uh, this time last year he actually played at the San Remo Music Festival, and he had to you know, getting out on stage was was difficult. But the moment you sit him down at a keyboard. It, something changes, uh, and he's able to let everything drop away. And uh, we could, I think, we could go very deep into the whole idea of uh, music as as therapy. Music therapy. As, yeah. yeah.
0: And when when listening to this, think you know, it's very cinematic. It's very almost movie soundtrack like. But what's really cool is that the solo cello part is almost baroque in style, very Bach inspired. Throughout the whole time, he's just playing these constant arpeggios and patterns. Um, so it's it's a nice mesh of two. Different, completely different time periods, spanning three to four hundred years yeah. all at once. But it really is an incredibly huge and powerful piece.
1: Um, so let's take a Should listen. We, yeah, yeah uh, well, it's, it's going to be Symphony Number no. 1 by Ezio Bosso called Oceans. Have a listen. voyage And, and I think
2: too, you know, especially in the you know, symphonic music, there's so much texture that happens with the various instruments playing different parts, um, you know, that, that you don't necessarily, like, you hear the, the immediate melody and the flow of the music, right? And you have the same thing with the beer when you first sit down with it. But you want to have underneath, you want to have all that texture and, and complexity to, uh, to make you want to like keep coming back, you know, why would I want to listen to that piece of music more than once? Well, it's because there's a lot going on, yeah. There. Yeah. So, and, and it's the same the same with beer.
1: Yeah, you're getting something new each time. Yeah, you try. And that, sure. we, we've definitely seen that with beer. You know, we go back to something and we'll just get a note that we didn't we didn't get the last time we yeah. tried it. And then, uh, the, there was a, a piece you brought up, Kev, that uh, you wanted that kind of accentuated the, the flurry above the water in, yeah, in, a, so in a storm it's, of sea. So
0: this is a piece by a, a Benjamin Britten, so very English name, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. just laughs> a um, It's actually from an opera uh, called Peter Grimes. Um, it's a two and a half hour opera, but there are these four interludes that depict the sea at different times of the year. Uh, but the third one is just literally called the storm, and basically it's it's a frenzy. It's the it's chaotic. It does not rest. But really, like it, it speaks for itself. It's a four minute piece. Um, it really has every characteristic of storm, like you, know, you can picture crashing waves, um, you know, wind and. I sound like I'm talking about the Captain Planet right now parts what happened to that show um, but as a you know he's he's a very uh, very much like Bosso he's very uh, he likes to depict portraits uh, uh, through his music and it's coming out so clearly the whole opera um, has this but this movement specifically on its own for without having any lyrics or text to it it just tells a story and paints a picture in, in the first do no, don't five seconds of it so let's listen to that, and then we'll come back and learn more about Rising Time. Yeah. Which one are you geared
2: towards, like, you would listen more frequently? Uh, Definitely the first one.
3: The first one was very intense. I think it would stress me out (laughs) if (laughs) I listen to it multiple times. Honestly, it had a lot. It was captivating. I could definitely see that stormy sea, like a cinematic scene of
2: chaos in that. But it would definitely elevate my breath (laughs) pressure. Just go get acupuncture after and
3: do meditation. I get seasick, so just Uh, mental thoughts about it or not,
2: no, I just I love the tension in that in that first piece that you listen to, and um, you know the, the tension and the texture uh, to that. So yeah. definitely has a lot of appeal to me. You were saying your
1: history with classical is, is you're more into uh, contemporary yeah. and kind of rock. Yeah, and
2: yeah. Like- yeah. I mean, I, I play guitar, and you know, so I listen I listen to jazz, um, rock, and and contemporary, you know, guitar-driven music typically. Yeah, this uh, okay. my my core. What I listen to. Yeah. And how about you?
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: well, uh, my background is in performing arts. Uh, oh. I went to school for theatrical management wow. um, and worked in multiple box offices, including Portix, who works with Portland Symphony
4: Orchestra. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, so most of my experience is in the behind the scenes. The admin side of the admin, of admin of art- side, art- artistic. and then like getting to sit in the house and watch it. Right, right, <laughs> um, right. I was. Very
4: much adopted by my piano teacher in grade school, so
1: I'm not. a <laughs> oh, <man>. musician cool. <laughs> But did they? What, what happened to me? They just.
3: <laughs>
4: I was just apparently not very good, and she told me, you know, let's take a break, and I'll call you in January. Oh, and that's and never Terrible! <laughs> it's like a. It's, like a Bad it's not you, it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, but it's you. <laughs> but it's you. <laughs> <laughs> if anything,
1: the teacher should be, think that as like a challenge and take, you know. pat you with the. It's okay.
0: okay.
1: Oh.
4: But
3: that's fine with me. Background in performing arts um, and cinematography, and that uh, it's nice to be able to go to a musical performance or sit down and I'm simply enjoying it, and I'm simply taking in the own, my own emotional experience and reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Where now, if I go to a theatrical production, I am paying attention to analyzing I'm, everything. I'm going, oh, that stage manager is having an issue here, or oh, I wouldn't oh, want right. to deal with that, or that's a weird way to stage that. That blocking is a, I don't understand what they're trying to communicate. I'm analyzing the whole time. And it's hard for me to sit back and enjoy. Where with music, because I have a little education in it, uh, I get to enjoy it
2: without preconceived notions. That's like me with beer, actually. There you go. You can't drink beer and just enjoy it. Yeah. You always, always, always thinking, yeah. always analyze yeah. when, you know, it, when it, like it is a your, your yeah. lifeblood,
0: 100%, then yeah. it, that's, there's no relaxing when it comes nope. to it. No enjoyment. Yeah. That's why I drink whiskey. But before we finish the podcast, it's time.
1: It's time. Okay, so, I get the easiest job in the world here. So,
0: back to back quiz. It is a three-question quiz, all opinion-based. So the way we do it when we have multiple guests is that Matt will say the question number. I say the question. You both have to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay? If one of you says it first and you're thinking it, you have to change your answer. So oh. if you, like if I said, you know... What color is his jacket, even though it is black? <laughs> you, say what it is. you say black word, you can't say the I say onyx. Yes. Is there Lourdes. Lourdes. Nightshade. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name for a beer. Okay, there it Isn't is.
1: nightshade poisonous? I don't know if you want to. It's like naming something
2: <laughs> don't worry about it. hemlock. Fine. You don't want to name it's a beer fine. hemlock. Uh,
0: so, three questions. Okay. You guys ready?
2: As ready as I'll ever be. All right. Number one
0: What type of beer best describes your personality?
2: Sour.
3: <laughs> um, I mean I'm a porter
0: Porter I'm a porter. All
1: right. I think this is the first time we've had a porter though. I'm yeah. a big fan of porter that's good stuff alright we, we had
0: a what I would guess a white ways back this, like, oh I'm raging bitch that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like no hesitation okay, well. uh, <laughs> uh, number two alright what superpower are you
1: dying to have I want to fly that's, that's a common one that
3: would save me a lot of travel <laughs> I don't
2: I, I already have all the superpowers that I want Oh, that was oh. nice <laughs> I do superpowers that's, can you give them to somebody else I mean, that's, donate that's them sure give but, them the yeah, there you go yeah you can, you can have it
1: oh great right. <laughs> <laughs> well I mean at, at number three
0: alright what celebrity would you want to try at Rising Tide Theater? Bill Belichick
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> be a local celebrity. Um
3: who would I want to try? I don't know.
4: No. I don't know celebrities. My wife makes fun of
2: me all the time because I get them confused. <laughs> you <laughs> you also <laughs> there's no obviously no opportunity for this, but I sure would have loved to have had Prince come in here.
1: Mm, oh, that would have been do you want to take Prince? Just yeah, as that, that way that yeah. yeah. That would have we
2: been do yeah. we do play a lot of Prince here. <laughs> He's he's I got
0: performed twice with Dr. Fink. Yeah, that's true, fun fact.
2: He's got a Pomeranian, isn't he? He has a Pomeranian.
0: (laughs) He's this giant guy and just this little tiny dog. It's it's
1: anyway. Um, Good answer big yeah, good good answers all around. And Belichick, yeah, solid. Um,
0: but guys, thank you so much for being on today's episode. We I, appreciate everything, every everything, the time.
1: Absolutely. And how do they? How do people find you guys? RisingTide.com. Uh, yep. RisingTideBrewing.com or at
3: Rising tide on Facebook and Instagram, Instagram.
1: Perfect. Uh,
0: guys, another great episode of Bach to Bach.
1: Cheers.
0: cheers. 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 Subscribe to Bach to Bach on iTunes and follow us on social media at Bach to Bach.